0: Death, the one thing in life that everybody has in common, it's something we cannot escape, it's a commonality between every living being on planet Earth, but in the same instance, it's still something that nobody can truly comprehend. Once you've fully passed on, what goes on on the other side? Do we get reborn? Are we met at the pearly gates in heaven by loved ones who have passed before us? Or is it just the end? Complete blackness ceasing to exist. Welcome everybody to the Morgue the Merrier podcast with your host Desiree and Angelina. Today's topic is so simple, but so complex. Death.
1: Well, I, I shall start off. Um, so basically, you know, You die. It happens, like Desiree said. It's something everybody has in common. We're all going to die one day. But different cultures kind of treat it differently. Everybody has their own beliefs, their own traditions. And it begins. (laughs) (laughs) So early on. uh, Traditions and and ceremonies, stuff like that. But, like, I'm going to start with autopsies. (laughs) Yay! Fun. Um, Not every country does autopsies. Not every country has the abilities to do it because you know lack of equipment and they just assume everyone dies natural causes stuff like that but in a lot of other countries like america um not everyone gets an autopsy done if you die for natural causes or if they know why you die that's basically it and you go into like the embalming stage and they get you ready for like the funeral or whatever but if like you die under like suspicious circumstances like Mm -hmm murder or like you think someone poisoned your husband (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna do an autopsy to figure out what the true cause of death is that way they can you know if there's an investigation going on they can charge the right people or or start looking into that or, or whatever um so i personally like autopsies i want I'm gonna go to mortuary school eventually yes you are speak Um, that into existence hell yes um (laughs) so I wouldn't do autopsies per se I would be more in the funeral homes Mm -hmm. which still fascinates me Mm -hmm. like embalming people you like you take out their blood you switch it out with embalming fluids you know you do the makeup you sew them up you try to make them as look like alive as possible I Mm -hmm. guess to a certain point unless they cremate you which I would do that as well throw you into the fires (laughs) (laughs) and then just give you to your family like a little urn yeah for the mantle (laughs) um but basically yeah embalming it's not i mean is it really difficult to explain like people know what embalming is right
0: well sometimes i guess but i mean it's more to like preserve your body which i don't think that all like cultures do it no not at all is that just like an american thing or
1: like it's definitely more modern medicine yeah i guess you could say like i mean it dates back to fucking far but Mm -hmm. not like like i said not every country has the tool they don't Mm -hmm. you know they're not that medically advanced unfortunately yeah so like you said it preserves the body if you're gonna have an open casket stuff like that um it lasts i think a couple days Mm -hmm. i want to say and then the casket is is like sealed mm-hmm. like it's not just closed like they like hermetically seal that shit mm-hmm. so basically once you're under the ground you essentially blow the fuck up and no. all these not like but like well, you I know like, gets of yeah <laughs> not like dynamite <laughs> uh, <laughs> we put some c4 that shit <laughs> the ground just explodes from beneath <laughs> you just literally like here <laughs> like, poof yeah. underneath That's the it. ground so basically Your body does the natural thing of the decomposition stage. It releases all the gases put in your body. So if you are dead in a ditch, no one finds you, Mm -hmm. like there's like the decomp stage where you get really swollen. Mm -hmm. Swollen, swollen, swollen. Like you're blue and shit. Mm -hmm. And then your body lets out all of the gases essentially. So is it like one big fart? Kind of. Seriously? Do you think that that's where it comes out? Or do you think they just like burp? I think it's any orifice. Like your body just releases it. Could
0: you just imagine like. One Walking. big queef.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Walking, Walking by, by <laughs> <and> just hearing, <laughs> pfft, pfft, pfft. it's just like, <laughs> you stop and it's like, was that? Did me? I do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we're out in the open. Moving on. <laughs> no one saw that, right? No one heard oh it. Okay, cool. God. I'm just gonna keep jogging. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so once you're in the casket, that <laughs> natural decomposition stage starts to happen because it doesn't embalm you, like, forever. It doesn't preserve you. That's not what it's for. Mm-hmm. It's simply for casket showings, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and your body does the natural thing. It blows up It releases all the gases. And basically, you your coffin and you end up being one big pressurized, like, ticking time bomb. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, like, if you, like, dug someone up, like and like too soon yeah and you opened it like all those gases are just like poof. like all oh, the fluids and everything no. like you you were literally pressurized soup oh. In a <laughs> oh my god i didn't
0: know this at all
1: yeah like, cr- think of like a pressure cooker
0: like,
1: so you're like a balloon like if uh-huh. you just like poked that casket it would just explode yep. so you become so you blow up you release all the fluids all the gases and you are literally soup Oh, my God. And then that starts to evaporate and go down. Then you're eventually just like, you know, skeleton.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah. That was... I had no idea. (laughs) Wow, you just blew my mind. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. So... Body soup. (laughs) Oh, my. I
1: mean... (laughs) It's what's
0: for dinner. (laughs) Oh, my God. A delicacy. (laughs) So, now that we know mind blown about what happens while you're inside of a casket. My question, and it's just kind of something that like, I mean, because you don't know, like, what do you feel when you die? Like there are people who have been like actively dying and what have you, and they can explain to you like what you feel. But the first thing that goes when you actively die, if you're dying slowly is your senses. Right. So actively dying occurs when someone is like goes from gradually dying to like active. During this period, you tend to lose your senses in a particular order, starting with hunger and thirst. Then you begin to lose your ability to speak, followed by sight. Hearing and touch are typically the last to go, but they eventually go as well, but they stay for like a long time. So once you start losing all of these senses, you start to lose the ability to speak. Nobody can really know what you're feeling while you're still inside your body because you're like still inside your body so like obviously you're feeling something obviously you're conscious and aware yeah so like my question is like what do you think it feels like inside
1: of your body to die i feel like i mean we'll never truly know unless like near-death experiences we're gonna know know. eventually but yeah, personally, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like, you know, when people have surgeries and like the anesthesia doesn't work all the way and like they're conscious, but they're like oh, paralyzed. Right. Yeah. I feel like they're as they're pronouncing you dead and you're conscious for so many minutes after you are mm-hmm. physically medically pronounced deceased. Yeah. Like they're just in their body like like that's picture insane. like slamming like on a door or a window like yeah. I'm still in here. Blah, blah, you know, oh, stuff like God. that, but you're fucking dead. That's scary. Like that's what I picture until you eventually yeah. just kind of fade away yeah that's and then what happens after that like it's just Mm -hmm. like there's so many series of questions yeah and um we'll know it
0: one day but that's right now it's still when it happens i'll text you thanks (laughs) (laughs) so some people say that it also might feel like you're dreaming there was a study published in 2014 where researchers examined the dreams of people who are on hospice And an overwhelming majority of those people, about 88% of the participants, reported having extremely vivid dreams that sometimes even carried over into, like, their reality, their waking hours. A lot of these dreams and visions featured, like, loved ones who've already passed over. And they were, like, comforting dreams. So you got to kind of wonder, like, either or, is this, like, something, like that's actually happening, that the loved ones are preparing them to cross over? Or is it just something they're expecting to happen? And that's their mind, like, playing tricks on them, so to say.
1: I wonder if, like, like you said, like, hospice, nursing home, like, they know they're going to die. So they're probably, like, okay with it? I'm yeah. Sure it's, like, or even, like, thinking. Like, something peaceful?
0: Yeah. Thinking or assuming that, like, you know, you hear these stories growing up or, like, all throughout history of, like, your loved one's coming to get you when you die. Yeah. So is it just a story that was passed down that these people believe in so much that they're dreaming about it because they know that they're dying? Or is it right. actually a thing that's happening? Like, I are know. they actually seeing their loved ones on the other side? Like so.
1: welcoming, welcoming, welcoming yeah, you welcoming to, to the other side. Like, yeah, Yeah. interesting. I wonder. But like I said, like like people, like if you died traumatically. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. Traumatically? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, I feel like it's different yeah like either you don't know you're dead um and that's how i feel like we get like trapped souls and, yeah. and stuff like you that like if you like just like you go for, like zero to 100 like you get yeah. by a car like you don't have the
0: time to like process right that you're dying like yeah. you're
1: crossing the street a car hits you like you go from alive to just like yeah not. that's a good
0: question But for these gradually dying folks, we continue on. Um, They might see their life flash before their eyes. And this is actually like an interesting one because a study shown um, a doctor didn't get his name. Nice guy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He said that the brain experiences a surge of activity right before death. And this is when the brain is the absolute most active ever in your life is right before you die. So, this could account for people seeing like their life flash before their eyes. And it could also account for like that bright light that people see because it's like a, you know, your brain is like energy and like right. electricity and stuff like and it's that. Just going so fucking nuts. It could be the light to heaven or it could just be like. Your brain when, going... When you plug something into the wall that doesn't fit, and it's like, and it just, like, <laughs> explodes. Or when you get
1: up too fast, you see those, like, yeah. black spots. Like, it's just something that you just <laughs>
0: internally see. So who knows? Either or. Um, and then there, this is actually wicked scary. It says there might be... Um, people who are very aware of like what's going around you for a really long time Mm -hmm. so like people who are in like a vegetative state and stuff like that it's called um perception awareness and even though these people are literally like brain dead clinically dead or like whatever they're still aware of like what's going on around them somewhat weird would hate that i would hate that for me i i like laying there
1: and just being like like, you can hear everything going on. Yeah, That's when, like, I feel like you're trapped and, like, banging on your yeah. own body's wall. Like, don't pull that plug. But, like, like that's the you're, worst. you're clinically not, like, you're in vegetated state, like you said. Like, yeah. you're, it's not going to happen. Like, they it's... pull the plug and, like, your brain stops working. That's the only thing keeping you alive is it's literally, like, fucking electricity. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're one big light bulb that's about to fucking burst when you unplug it. My goodness.
0: Ew. <laughs> And then it also might be painful. So depending on the manner of death, dying may be painful, such as anaphylactic shock or, like, bleeding to death, like, your fucking leg gets cut off or something, and you just cut sit there and, like, artery. bleed to death. Yeah. Bleed out. So that, like, goes to, like, what is your most friggin' scariest way of dying? Because I feel like my scariest way, I watched Titanic the other day, love but the ocean scares me and i feel like if you're drowning that's super painful you ever try to hold your breath like it burns dude ow like your most frightening way of dying my number one is probably like drowning in the well my number one is actually like dying in a plane crash that has to be so scary it's probably
1: not painful but like the fright beforehand is super scary i I wouldn't i i would hope that i would be so so scared and overwhelmed that i just pass out
0: yeah I don't think that would be the case for me. I feel like I would just be, You'd be hyper very aware. aware of,
1: like, what's going on. And that feeling, like, in your gut, like, you want yeah. like, you go on oh a my roller coaster. God. Oh, I
0: hate that feeling. But I heard that when people die in plane crashes, they never make it to, like, the crash part because the, like, drop of oxygen level kills you before
1: you hit the ground. Oh, God, I hope so. I fucking hope so, dude. That's Scary. what I'm saying. Like, if that happens and you're, we're on a plane together, shoot me yeah seriously stab me i don't care anything i don't want to go stab kaboom. each other at the same time one two three it's like the modern day film <laughs> and louise <laughs> we're going down bitch this is it We prepared my
0: goodness and then aside from being painful you might actually be surprisingly okay with it there's a lot of people who've reported feeling like totally calm and okay yeah. with like the thought of dying and people um who are aware of dying can be like medicated so that it eases like the transition and stuff like oh, that. that's true so load me up with that morphine because i just don't even want to know i just want to sleep OD.
1: the whole time i don't know my I, like biggest fear is like drowning Ugh. or being burned being burned alive like being caught like in a house that fire is wicked scary. like because you feel that for a long time before yeah. your senses go fucking haywire and you just end up past like dying from the pain yeah Oh, yeah, yeah. But like you die from the pain before you die from, like, anything else. The shock of the pain, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've read that somewhere before. Like, I would. No. No thanks. Like, <laughs> I can't even stand your bonfires too close. Like, my eyes.
0: Like... <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are burning.
1: My eyes are burning. My s'mores is not done. <laughs> <laughs> so, stare. I can't even imagine. So, that and tra- anything slow.
0: Anything slow. Anything slow, slow yeah. and
1: painful, like, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like I got shot and I bled out, like, yeah, that sucks, but like being burned alive or drowning like there's nothing you can do like that's fucking scary i did hear that if you drown or in cold water so titanic Mm -hmm. i heard right before you die Mm -hmm. you your body feels this overwhelming warmth like you get very warm and then and then you die Eh. so at least you have some warmth before you die you don't feel a lot better
0: for jack dawson now because Fuck Rose. I can't believe that she literally just let him, like...
1: First of all, she's a cow. <laughs> cow? There
0: was space on that There's door so much for space. both of them. I know. They could have both survived and had a happily ever after. Or if they just
1: took turns.
0: They... You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Man. Fuck I'm, you, Rose. I'm so glad that I didn't write that movie, because I would have made it a happily ever after.
1: Yeah. I mean, she survived. That's nice for her. I know, right? Selfish-ass bitch. <laughs> It's a sea cow. <laughs> Sunning on the door. What an <laughs> asshole.
0: Oh, anyway, back to dying. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Um, and then you might also get, like, dizzy. So in 2012, a soccer player named Fabrice Muamba suffered a heart attack on the field, like, during playing. Jesus. And pronounced clinically dead on the field. And he says the only thing that he remembers before dying was feeling incredibly dizzy. And, like, his vision doubled and then he just passed out but then you also might feel nothing at all because he also experienced after the dizziness nothingness which is absolutely terrifying to me so you go from dizzy to nothing like he was dead but he said like i didn't have no type of like near-death experience his near-death experience was literally just a black nothingness hole. like just absolutely
1: nothing that's strange it's
0: fucking terrifying like i'd rather
1: see a light or do something yeah and not just be like wow i'm dizzy and then black hole Ew, like just like internal no eternal yeah. darkness not no, internal so. well both I don't like that I don't like that one bit and like that's how ghosts happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like, gonna be like when they don't know they're dead you know and mm-hmm. like no that's how we get ghosts I used to watch a show called Taboo actually mm-hmm. and this was like oh god I don't know how old I was but they did an episode on death and it was just so fucking captivating yeah like Captivating, Yeah. Is that a word? It's a great word. I, I was just like, dude, what? Like, just, like, they covered topics, like, how different cultures do different things versus, like, American, like, North American things. Like, it's just so, like, it's insane. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into that a little bit. So, we're going to start off with Indonesia. So, obviously, these people don't have, like, modern medicine. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not, not like we have here. Um, so, they have lavish funerals like they spend all of their money on these funerals for their dead loved ones but (laughs) to gather all that money because it's a very poor country it can take months Mm -hmm. while that happens they keep their dead loved ones in the house oh my yeah nice smelly yeah they literally rot and they're Ew. like little, like like mummified people. Mm-hmm. So by the time the funeral actually happens, they've been dead for.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: But they consider them to be alive still.
0: Oh, that's until cute. the
1: actual funeral happens. Mm-hmm. They're still a living person. Mm-hmm. They talk to it. They bring it three square oh. meals a day.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah,
1: like they like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So until that funeral happens, they are considered not dead yet, even though they've passed on. Mm-hmm. And they don't even begin to mourn until the funeral.
0: So it's like they're still there.
1: So like they're still there. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So they keep the embalmed corpse in their home, and they treat it as if it's still alive. Families get like oh, so the corpse is embalmed. Well, I mean it's still naturally rotting. like it's like it's it's mummified essentially. Oh,
0: okay. okay, okay, that's less like they keep bad. it like wrapped
1: up. Okay, and like they take care of it, so I'm it's like, little up. like mummified granny essentially Mm -hmm. but that's fucking scary (laughs) that is scary like to us (laughs) to us it's terrifying but to them it's like normal normal it's natural like Mm -hmm. they look at it like a positive thing yeah like that's how they show their loved one like i guess respect or like Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that but so if if you don't have like a super lavish funeral like that's considered, like, a great dishonor mm-hmm. if you don't have, like... And they carry them, like, you know those, like, four-stick things mm-hmm. with, like, the big, like... It looks like a little carriage. Yeah. Like, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, gold and, and velvet. like wow. It's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And imagine, like, a country that's, like... I don't want to shit on it, but, like, not <laughs> lavish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's living in, like, little things and everything. And then all of a sudden this, like, fucking velvet like has ropes and gold <laughs> and shit and jewels like mm-hmm. marching down the street to like its final resting place that's yeah. when they're considered dead mm-hmm. and they celebrate for like days they mourn for days yeah like at the actual when they get to like the little site mm-hmm. and that's just like i guess their type of funeral mm-hmm. before they actually get buried yeah they're placed like in a little spot like a shrine i guess mm-hmm. and they that's when they like cry over the dead body and stuff like that but it's just it's just crazy mm-hmm. so like even like while their bodies are kept in the house they're only considered as sick oh it's so, like oh grandma's just sick even though like grandma's she has no breathing. eyeballs like <laughs> like that's some indiana jones type shit <laughs> that's that's yeah so they're just considered sick it's just crazy mm-hmm. um so yeah, so they will carry the body from their home to the burial site no matter how far it is. So it can take hours and hours of them carrying this big ass carriage. They are fit. They they don't look fit <laughs> when I saw the episode, but I mean they have to have some type of endurance because <laughs> seriously. I would tap the fuck out. Yeah, I'd be like, Two I'd be, you feet know what? Done. Here's good. Here's good. Dig a hole. <laughs> um so it's at this moment that they believe the spirit of the dead has crossed over, like, officially. Mm -hmm. Um, And they believe that the more expensive and lavish the funeral, the easier it will be for the spirit to cross over or enter paradise, essentially. Mm -hmm. So the shitty, or the funeral, they're not going to cross over peacefully. They're going to have, like, difficulties. And that's, like, a big Mm no-no, you know? So that's Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Um, I just find it so fascinating that everyone Mm -hmm. has their own way of dealing with things while Americans kind of sugarcoat it, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just accepting it as as what it is. Yeah. I mean, not everyone is like that, but that's just the, you know, vast majority. Yeah. Um, so in India, a city called, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this, Varanasi. Sure. Sure. So it is um, considered like Hinduism's holiest city. Mm-hmm. Um, so they burn the dead out in the open for all to see. So when i watched the episode they literally had like bonfires for each body mm-hmm. like on the beach smelly yeah like Ooh. they were like down in the dirt away from people
0: mm-hmm.
1: and essentially like in the movies like you know they put like they put them on a pile of like sticks and shit mm-hmm. and they just light them aflame Ooh. like low-key i kind of want that once i'm dead have a bonfire of me only if you make s'mores over me. Only or if like, you make me into a s'more or a weenie,
0: because <laughs> you're weenie. Because I'm weenie,
1: guys. Oh I don't know if they know that. That's her name. That's my name. My name is Weenie. I don't go by Angelina. It's, no, ma'am. I go by a Ween or a Queenie. <laughs> so they burn Much those. Much more d- suiting. Bu- yeah, exactly, Weenie. So if you don't make hot dogs over my dead body, I'm gonna be very upset. I'm gonna come back and haunt your fucking ass, okay? <laughs> make those weenies. <laughs> yes. On a stick. um so yeah so they burn the bodies out in the open for everyone to see they've been doing this for thousands of years um it's for devout hindus touching the dead is highly taboo and the ones that work with the dead and 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 burn them Mm -hmm. are seen as unclean Ooh,
0: could you imagine having that like like no one wants to talk to you you. no one wants (gasps) to like
1: hire you no one wants to be with you like oh my god they're like you're disgusting
0: goodness gracious yeah
1: but someone has Hope to it fucking do it. Well. that's fucked up. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. What do you get paid in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. so they're considered unclean, um, and they would not be able to find any other job as they're considered untouchable. Oh my god! So once you do that, like that's all you do forever until you die. No. Someone burns your body. Crazy, oh that's So insane. it must pay good because Handsomely. that's that's your livelihood. I mean, what else are you gonna fucking do? Mm-hmm. They can't even hand you something like a drink. Like oh they are goodness. literally considered untouchable. You oh can't shake goodness. their hands. You can't like that's if you, if you touch person, them, you're considered untouchable as well.
0: For a person who's like super like introverted. That's like the perfect job.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't touch me. Yeah. Like do you see touch me, me crying. Don't, don't hug me. me. <laughs> Pat me on the shoulder and walk away. They're there. Yeah. I don't like hugs. I don't like I mean for family, it's different. Mm-hmm. But like like me and Desiree don't even hug no and i love her with all my heart i will not touch you no like she leaves i'm like peace <laughs> close the door behind you like it, you're sad sit over there uh-huh i'm just let me know when you're happy again <laughs> let me know what i could do even though it's nothing like that's just how we are and that's how i was raised like very less affectionate i guess yeah so for us this would be a perfect job you yeah, work facts. with the dead and no one has to fucking touch us? Don't touch Woo! me. Don't talk to me. <laughs>
0: Leave me in the corner. Actually, I talk too much, so that probably wouldn't be a good like, job for me, but d- don't touch
1: eh, me. We can talk to each other. Yeah. Oh my god, because we'll both be one. Yeah. Yay. We'll both be unclean. <laughs> so these people are called the... I couldn't get the name right. It's either the domes or the dones. That's what these people are mm-hmm. called, the untouchable ones. Um... So they either choose to do the work because they enjoy it or the job was actually passed down through their generations. Okay. So it's either choose it and be cursed forever or be born and be cursed forever. (laughs) Like, that sucks. Like, you didn't ask to be born and that's your job now Mm -hmm. because your father did it, his father did it, blah, 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 blah. So that kind of sucks. So after the body is ashes, it is then scattered into their holy river. Which symbolizes setting the spirit free and setting it up to, you know, their god or gods. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, their final resting place. It's actually
0: super pretty. Like, I like that whole
1: thing. It's better than the... It's
0: good to, like, because, you know, we have, like, obviously, cemeteries here. And I just, as much as I love cemeteries, I feel like they take up so much space. Like, you could just put the body back to the earth in, like, a different way. And they kind of, like conserve space by doing yeah that. that's why like if i get
1: buried like i want to be under like a tree yeah so i'd rather be under a tree or yeah something i don't know but i'd rather be like scattered to the ocean yeah something or something i don't know don't put i me have in the seen ocean. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it <laughs> sorry um i've seen these things where it's like you they mix your ashes with like dirt and like fertilizer and things and you could actually be grown into be a tree, a tree. Like I think that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, put me in the fucking ground and make me into a giant oak. And <laughs> like those like oak. those
1: death trees from Sleepy Hollow. <gasps> you know Sick. Talking about. Yes. Love that movie. I also Such. love it. It's a great fucking movie. Drawing it up. Anywho, yeah. Instead of spending like all this money on a casket and like mm-hmm. a headstone, like that's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars where like I would feel so bad putting that on my family just because I fucking yeah. croaked. Like Seriously. I didn't mean to. Like what? Right. So Either I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather be cremated, keeping you on your mantle or something like
0: that. Like, if I get cremated, I'd be able to feel the process of me being cremated. You so, think? I don't know, like, I just hate, I would hate to feel like that hotness because I don't like being hot. I also don't like being cold. I like a nice little room. Temperature. I don't really
1: prefer being burned alive again, like I said, <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to like.
0: I, I'm, like, now thinking this. I don't want to, like, take up so much space in the earth. So, yeah, cremate me and scatter me yeah. in the part of the haunted mansion where it's, like, the open cemetery. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes,
1: where the okay. little heads pop behind yes. the headstones.
0: put me there. That's where I want to be when I die.
1: I want to be scattered. Like, do you know when the little buggy turns backwards? Yes. And you go down? Mm-hmm. Pretend to sneeze and just, poof, and, like, <laughs> throw you my shit on shit? the side. <laughs> the person in front of you
0: just go, what the fuck was they that? inhale it
1: Cloud of smoke. All, <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was my liver like <laughs> <laughs> oh, and actually man. they have reports of people trying to do that and people Seriously? have done that yes oh my goodness that's why they say the actual haunted mansion ride is haunted that not just because of that but wouldn't surprise me people actually have done it or tried to do it and like have been like well whoever
0: is gonna scatter my ashes better do it there because that's where i want it at least in disney world somewhere
1: see i'd be disneyland because that's like my yeah, hometown i know but scatter me Best. or leave me in the buggy i don't know so, could you imagine the str- why is this like- buggy so dusty like <laughs> what someone get the swiffer <laughs> not again <laughs> earn the
0: <laughs> not again
1: Damn it. <laughs> or like in the stretching room, just like sprinkle me on the carpet. Oh my God. Like you know gonna... the stuff they sprinkle down yes. before you vacuum? Like Febreze and shit. <laughs> carpet fucking like air freshener. Baking soda. <laughs> Arm and hammer. But,
0: but it smells like hard cider and fucking...
1: Bad decisions. Bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: my favorite smell.
1: What is that smell? It smells like terrible decision and regret. <laughs> Someone made bad choices in here. I all year. of a sudden have extreme anxiety. All right. <laughs> it just smells like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Someone made bad choices.
0: <laughs> I wonder if I was a perfume, what would my perfume scent be? Oh, God. Oh, what would yours be? Yours would definitely be like anxiety and oh, something else. Oh,
1: de panic attack. Oh. <laughs> Parfum.
0: <laughs> I a panic attack.
1: Parfum Le <laughs> just smells like hot dog. <laughs> That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> hot dog water. Ooh. <laughs> oh man. Like boiling hot dogs.
1: The water afterwards. Yeah. That's what gross. I smell like, guys. I smell like weenie juice. <laughs>
0: weenie H2O.
1: Oh, God. So gross. <laughs> so bad. That was
0: funny. Whew. All right. So going off of that, um, speaking earlier about like what it feels like to die, I guess the closest way we can try to figure out an answer to this question is by actually asking people who have clinically died what it feels like to die so um there have been a lot of near-death experiences and there's this website it's like nde.org or something and it's oh. just thousands upon thousands of near-death experiences i don't trust it because none of them are like proven so to say like anybody can go on there and like you could just go on
1: there like yeah anybody
0: can go on there and like submit their near-death experience but there are near-death experiences that have been like proven to be true and what have you um i went on reddit because i love reddit and there was a few of them one of them says atheist here there was a bright light i knew there were people waiting for me where the light was coming from over there it was absolute ecstasy was the feeling then i remember i had a newborn baby and i was instantly brought back
1: oh i hear a lot
0: about like that like ecstasy feeling pick up ecstasy feeling (laughs) um about like it being like this crazy feeling that like you've never ever felt before when you die so that's kind of cool and then there was another one that said i had been very depressed for a while and decided it was time to go i took a bunch of pills and washed them down with a ton of rum while quote unquote dead i was in a complete dark area alone I found myself talking to a mysterious voice who told me he was God. We talked for what felt like an entire lifetime. He told me my heaven was this dark, secluded area where I could finally be at peace. He ended with telling me that I couldn't stay because I had a business to take care of. When I woke up, my body felt healthier than I ever have, and I had peace about me that hasn't gone away. I felt like I can remember what we spoke about, but I just can't put it into words. I equate it as trying to describe a new color to someone. Hmm. And I hear that a lot, too, that there's a lot of people from what I've read who have had near-death experiences who talk to, like, a god or whatever. Like, they've had experiences of, like, having conversations with a higher up. There's a lot of positive near-death experiences. And 90% of them are like, I saw the bright light. I saw people who have passed over. I see, like, happiness and what have you. Um, there's also people that say like when they passed over they had to experience all the hurt that they caused somebody else in their lifetime like they had to literally experience it and feel it in order to like forgive themselves and like learn from their mistakes in order to move on to like a heaven and then once they experienced that it was like they totally forgot like the guilt and everything that they felt and they were able to like move on and go into heaven and their happiness and what have you but they're also very distressing near-death experiences oh yeah which for sure only account for like 10 percent of the near-death experiences that ever happened um and this could be like people going to hell so to say so there was a man who had heart failure who felt himself like as he died falling into the depths of earth and at the bottom was a set of high rusty gates which he perceived to be the gates of hell and he was like super panic stricken and he managed to scramble back up into daylight and then he he came back to life so he was like "Eh, let me like be a better person and like claw clawed his way back up from hell and i wonder like how bad of a person do you have to be yeah because these people are not admitting there's a ton of them these people are aren't admitting that they've done anything wrong they've just Mm -hmm. are admitting that they've seen hell. mm mm-hmm. um, There was another woman who was escorted through a frighteningly desolate landscape and saw a group of wandering spirits. They looked lost and in pain, but her guide indicated she was not allowed to help them. I feel like that's more of like an in-the-middle type thing.
1: Like limbo? Purgatory. Purgatory.
0: Yeah. Um, but she ended up going back and an atheist university professor, I've heard about this one before, with an intestinal rupture experienced being maliciously pinched and then (laughs) torn apart by malevolent, malevolent beings. What the fuck? Um, A woman hemorrhaged and ruptured her fallopian tubes reported a near-death experience involving horrific beings with gray gelatinous appendages grasping and clawing at me. The sound of their guttural moaning and their indescribable stench still remains 41 years after the incident. There was no benign being of light, no life video flashing before my eyes, and no beautiful or pleasant feeling.
1: Fucking scary. That sucks. Don't be a shitty person. Yeah, seriously. I, don't, I, don't have to tell you. I mean, I'm kind of a dick, but like, <laughs> I never like killed anybody. Facts. You know, so
0: be alone. Right. Another one says a woman who attempted suicide felt her body sliding downwards in a cold, dark, watery environment. She says, when I reached the bottom, it resembled the entrance to a cave in what looked like web hangings. I heard cries, wails, moans, gnashing of teeth. I saw what resembled humans with the shape and head of a bot. I saw what resembled humans with the shape of a head and body, but they were ugly and grotesque. They were frightening and sounded like they were tormented and in an agony. You
1: know what that reminds me of in mm-hmm. Little Mermaid when she sings Poor Unfortunate Souls? Those yeah. little worms that are mm-hmm. like trying to grab at you but they're just like little things Mm -hmm. like not really people but they're still alive yeah that sucks
0: yeah so i mean that's scurry it is scary but that just you know proves you have to be a good person i (sighs) you don't get rewarded for being a shitty person yeah i think that's fair yeah, for real. And it'd
1: be like a horrendous person.
0: Like. And I'm going to I'm gonna say this because shout out to my mom, who is like our number one fan of this podcast. But she's been telling me <laughs> since I was like a child that her grandfather actually died, I think, like three or four times. What the fuck? And was brought back to life. And each time he died, I guess he reported that he was in like an open field with like grass and stuff like that. And he's seen his wife and she was like it's not your time to go and like he was super sad about it and um one of the times he was actually being rolled to the morgue and they thought he was dead but then like the person rolling him to the morgue heard him start to recite the lord's prayer in italian so they were
1: like uh Imagine he's alive
0: i would shit myself first I of would
1: all. leave the thing the gurney or whatever it is and Bye. fucking run i quit <laughs> that is some horror movie shit mm-hmm. that is probably like people's worst nightmare about having that job like that's like the biggest fear yeah come back to life Like that doesn't happen when it fucking does yeah that's that's insanely (laughs) terrifying and (laughs) traumatizing runs deep in
0: my family but you know like back then they didn't have a lot of the technology that they have today that's why and i'm gonna give you guys another fun fact because i tend to do this but that's why like wakes are called wakes because back in the day like People whose pulses were so, so low, they just kind of assumed that they were dead, so they would have the wake and leave the body there in hopes that the body would wake up. So that's why they're called wakes. Interesting. I've always wondered why,
1: like, why awake, you know? Yeah, so
0: they have the wake before the funeral, like, waiting for the body to wake up, and if they don't wake up, then they have the funeral. But,
1: like, back in the
0: day, they didn't have any, like, really good medical equipment like we have today, so they... Wait to see if they were actually dead,
1: so that's why it's called Awake. Interesting. I love fun facts. I'm full of them. I feel like you're a Snapple Cap.
0: I am. Oh my god, that's so cute. I want to... Like, that's my job. I'm a Snapple cap. Snapple cap. You're
1: my little Snapple Cap. What am I? A weenie. <laughs> <laughs> going back to different cultures and things, I'm going to touch on America. America! I feel like one. we're one of the very few... Countries or whatnot. Again, this is not good for everybody. We obviously have a very diverse population. I'm mm-hmm. just speaking in a general sense. Um, America is very. They try to avoid the topic of death and death itself, yeah. like to the max. They're afraid to die. They don't want to talk about death to their kids. Like mm-hmm. they shield their kids from. Even if they go to funerals, you know, it's like. Oh, it's okay. Like grandma's just asleep. Like yeah, she'll wake up late. Like that's why would you say that?
0: Especially whenever you, you see like shows or movies or even like even us growing up, like how parents make it such a big deal to be like, ah, oh, their fish died or something. Like it's such a taboo topic right. to speak like they replace
1: the fish before like yeah, the kid notices, so you don't like...
0: have to like go through that like torment, right. but.
1: I, I think it's only natural that you just be honest with your kids. Like, look, everything dies. We all die one day. It's nothing mm-hmm. you'd be afraid of. Like, it's just natural. Yeah. So if your fish dies, like, I'm sorry, have a little funeral like you did. Uh, bubbles and biscuit. <sighs> R.I.P. Ruth <laughs> You know, flush them down the toilet, have a little thing, and take them to the store and get a new one. Mm-hmm. Like, they avoid death so much. Like, as Americans, like they're just like, no, shield, you know? Yeah. And I think that's more... Like, you're hurting them more than, than just Helping being open them. and honest yeah. with them. Personally, that's what I think. Yeah. And I'm not saying let them watch, like, this gory-ass fucking movie where people die. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But, you know, when someone dies or something dies. It, something it dies, should be
0: normalized. because it, I, it should be. Going back to what we said in the beginning, it's something that you can't escape. Right. Don't make it a scary thing. Exactly. Because it doesn't have to be a scary
1: thing. I it get, does it. It. And, I get and, it. And it shouldn't be. Even, I mean, unfortunately, people you know die traumatically. Yeah it is what it is like you mm-hmm. can't avoid it everything happens for a reason and i think they should just be honest like we're also one of the very few countries that like do when they do the embalming and everything we you know we put the makeup on them mm-hmm. we we try to make them look like they are just sleeping yeah instead of dead mm-hmm. and obviously no wants to see grandma dead mm-hmm. and not looking like herself um so like i I get it, mm-hmm. but again, like you're you're covering up the fact that someone passed on. Yeah, and even if you do the wake, you do the funeral, you do your grieving. Like, it's just so heavily. Like, like they just hate it. Like they, you know, like they instead of celebrating life, mm-hmm. they're grieving. Mm-hmm. And people do celebrate life. People, like I said, I'm not speaking like yeah for everybody. Like, if I died, like don't cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like be happy that we have all these memories yeah you know like it was my time that's it
0: mm-hmm. instead
1: of putting makeup on me and and make me look like just have a closed casket then yeah like instead of going through all that because it's, it's just solidifying the fact that i'm no longer there yeah. you can no longer see me i am gone mm-hmm. you know and then if you want to bury me great i don't want to be buried yeah it's just a waste mm-hmm. of space mm-hmm. and people who do want to be buried like that's your right yeah so i don't want to take up someone's spot yeah because my family's like well she wanted this but fuck her you know like that's yeah. what i think so i think america is just very like what's the word i don't say guarded but they just they avoid that topic yeah so much to where it it can emotionally hurt people because mm-hmm. when like say you lie to your kids all their lives and they grow up And they go to the first funeral, they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, what is... Like, what do you mean they died? Like, what do you Mm -hmm. mean they're gone? Like, they can't comprehend stuff like that. And I know when people die, they say, like, I can't believe he's gone. Like, that's normal. Yeah. But, like, when you grow up, like, all of your childhood thinking, like, that's not a thing Mm -hmm. until you're slapped in the face with it. Yeah. Like, I think that's more damaging than just being open. Yeah. But, so... America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Traumatizing our kids. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck you kids. <laughs> just kidding. I love children. Kind of not really. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Janine. <laughs> 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 Number one fan. <laughs> we love you. <sighs> <sighs> that is all I have, basically.
0: Yeah, just how it's, it's a taboo thing. It and, is. I mean... My, I always talk about my grandmother and how she was the one that got me into yeah. like the spooky stuff and whatever and I remember the first funeral I ever went to was the funeral with her sister and <clears throat> it was an open casket and her sister n- I don't ever think I met her sister in real life but her sister was up at the front and me and my grandmother, my Mima were in the back and she was like I must have been like 12 and she was like have you ever seen a dead body before? And I'm like <laughs> no and she's like <laughs> you want to go touch it and i'm like no and like this is her own sister and she's like you're gonna touch it and i'm like no i'm not she, gra- <laughs> she grabbed me by the wrist and dragged me up to the front and goes touch it and i'm like no and i touch it i just remember it being it feels fake it feels like wax but it feels like very very cold wax yeah. like touching a dead body like that and ever since then i've been to multiple funerals unfortunately and wakes and what have you and open caskets closed caskets like whatever but
1: every time you go to open one do you always boot them Boop, I on the don't nose. boop that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> boop boop. <laughs> but I just remember that, and then I don't remember it being like a traumatizing thing. I actually remember like because that's just how she was. I remember like laughing and being like, "She's not making a big deal out of it. Why exactly? Should I? Like, why exactly. should I be sad when it's her own sister laying there? And she's like touch her.' And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God. Shake her hand. Happening? Tell her bye. Like, like seriously, but yeah, it just it shouldn't be a taboo thing. And it shouldn't, and it it's it shouldn't like. Be. And it's sad i get it death is so sad but like if you have like my mom's sister passed away a few years back and my mom told me that like she was so like had such a faith in god and like the afterlife that she was totally okay with passing so be it incorrect or not whether there be like an afterlife but if you have such a Peace with the fact that, like, there might be an afterlife. I'm like 99.99% sure that there's an afterlife, I just don't know what it is. So, it's not like I think the only thing that scares me about death is leaving behind the people that you love, like, that's the only scary thing
1: about it. Or you can be reborn.
0: I don't know if I want that. We talked about that before, like, we talked about being reborn, and I do not think that I would want to live another life.
1: No, one life is good enough for me.
0: I mean, I feel like. And I told you this before as well. I feel like I've lived before. I don't feel like this is my first life because I just feel like I've had, like, if I experience something, I have a lot of deja vu. Like really? I've definitely done this before. People say
1: that's what it is. Yeah. And or I a also doppelganger.
0: Like, Ooh. I know. I don't want that. Uh-uh. But I also feel like <laughs> I, I'll go to certain places and I'll feel like I've lived there. It's been like a home to me like before. That's crazy. It's like, it's when I show up in Plymouth or if I show up in Salem, it's like, I know this place. I've been here. It's home. Like, despite me even going to Salem, like once or twice before I go there, like 98.9% of my time, like when I've showed up there, I felt like I've been there before. So I definitely think that I've lived.
1: Maybe you're like one of the first people like to like land there.
0: Maybe. Maybe I was an old hag.
1: Oh. <gasps> Life goals. Hashtag wench. Hashtag
0: wench. So, honestly, with um, me hearing about like past lives and stuff like that as well, hair in my mouth, <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard them from mediums before that they like actually have told me multiple mediums. They're like, oh, you are not like psychic or you're not like medium, but you have like sensitive abilities. And, yeah. Like, you can sense things and stuff like that. And I also had a medium tell me one time that like, I lived a past life before, really? like, yeah, like, told me about it and whatever, but there are certain mediums and, like, psychics that I'm like, you have a gift, and then there's certain ones where I'm like, you're full of shit, so yeah, yeah, yeah. when you, it's so easy to, like, like just kind of be like oh like somebody died and they were a male and then people are like so upset over that loss because again america like it's a taboo Uh, thing they're like they're like oh my god my son cameron who died in 1998 like it's like like, no fuck and you give them all
1: the information so and it's all like like not personal it's not individualized it's just like broad statements that can be yeah and it's like and some
0: people fall for that and then there are some mediums that are amazing like so good at what they do and i know a medium who is in taunton like i'm not gonna say her name because i don't know if i can but she came to our house and did a reading at our house and it's just like nobody even had to say anything she got names she got the way people looked she got how these people passed away
1: that blows my mind she
0: went up to me and my cousin who were sitting like in the corner and was like one of you is pregnant and at that time I'd been single for a long time so like well it ain't me but um and then my cousin's like well it's not me and then a couple weeks later she's like I didn't want to tell you guys but I was pregnant. Like it's just the craziest thing that they. That's can, insane. They can see these things, and I did a little bit of research on mediums. Not too much, because I mean, all mediums are different, and they all see things differently. Some of them see like clear as day forms of people in front of them. Some of them can only hear these spirits and like have to listen to like how these spirits describe themselves. Um, some of them can make visions in their heads. Like, can't see it directly in front of them. But These
1: are called different things. I think I wrote like it down. Like a clairvoyant
0: and, like, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. There's, like,
1: there's different, like you said, the ones that can see things. Like, yeah. oh, your father's standing behind you. Yeah. Or she's, like, auditory. Yeah. Or they go into, like, those deep meditations where mm-hmm. they, like, like, the loved one, like, embodies their body. Yeah. Like, there's different kinds of mediums, which I didn't know. So Yeah,
0: there's all different types. And actually, this was, like, super interesting to me because there was an interview with a medium... And people are like, oh, do mediums still grieve loved ones? And I never thought of it this way because obviously, like, mediums have people that died. Yeah. Like, do they still grieve the ones that they've lost? And this lady said mediums probably grieve more than the average person because she put it, if we could call the dead forever whenever we wanted to or say if I want to see them in every dream, would we even ever get out of bed? Would we ever, like, continue our day without them? I never thought about that. Like, they were talking about how these mediums would... Go see other mediums if they want to talk to their loved ones instead. And like, you can't just continuously call on a spirit. Like, obviously, if you go to see a medium like once every couple of years and you call on grandma or something, like it's going to be, but like, spirits manifesting themselves, it's all energy because that's all we are is energy. Like, yeah. So it's not like you can keep them around forever. They have shit to do, okay. So, yeah, so essentially that's like mediumship and there's definitely different types and what have you and you can believe in it or you can not believe in it. Like, yeah, I believe in certain ones. I don't
1: believe in all of them. I believe that it's it's real. Yeah. Not everybody is a real one Mm -hmm. and they're just like fucking scamming people. Yeah. But I I do believe in it.
0: Yeah. I believe everybody, too, because I heard about this, that everybody has it in them to be a medium, but... You know, when you're like younger, that veil is put over you and you're unable to see like the spirit world versus like the real world and stuff right, like right. that. So, I mean, I believe in an afterlife. I believe in mediums. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever it is, hope to
1: see you there, kid. Yeah. We'll cross that death bridge <laughs> when it <laughs> when happens. we get there. I hope we can hang out in heaven together. Yay. Or wherever we go heaven <laughs> i don't want to go to the <laughs> other one I'm no that's concerned. the only option <laughs> only
0: option my friends <sighs> i am not going to the slimy gelatinous people the Ew, rusty gate no thanks
1: gelatinous i'm all set you jelly you know jello I call gel a nervous pudding. Because it's shaky?
0: Because it's shaky. Dead. That's so funny. Not
1: Nervous pudding. That's what I am. I'm nervous pudding. (laughs) That's what you smell like then. Oh! Yay! Parfum. Parfum. (laughs) Dead. Nervous pudding. I don't know why I have that accent every time. Oh, my God. It just shaped like a thing of jello. Like a mold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And it really shakes. It really. That's
0: brilliant. Oh, my God. I want trademark a, anyway. i want a
1: gelatinous perfume bottle yeah same <laughs> i wanted to fucking shake it like a bowl of jelly you just take a piece off of it like dab it on your neck that's honestly super brilliant
0: <laughs> jellyman offspring offspring
1: <gasps> jellyman. no one take my idea i will come for you and fuck you up. <laughs> just kidding that. not really <laughs> uh, so that is basically all we have for you guys yeah. i mean we can go on for fucking ever and ever we and could. ever and i
0: hope that like we've made people feel a little bit better about dying dying and i hope that if you're a shitty person my stories about near-death experiences make
1: you want to be a bit of a better person okay yeah so maybe you guys should reconsider some choices in your life oh my god yeah (laughs) before like you're cut up in little pieces and you're aware of it oh my goodness because if you don't you deserve it dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. so thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate it so so much i hope we like does said make you feel a little bit better um we're informative you know maybe you learned something today if not fuck you <laughs> <laughs> if you did yay, yay. <laughs> Um, but we will see you guys next time thank you for tuning in don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel like our instagram all that fucking shit and we'll see you next time stay spooky guys Bye. bye